0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of Zap. My name's is Jono,
1: and my name is Beck.
0: And Zap, the podcast, was formed on the basis that there is a lot of good quality journalism out there, and so this is the other stuff. We aim to make the good, trash, treasure. Like Why we, we 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 find? <laughs> oh no, I've done it again. I have the words in front of me this week, and I still messed it You're up.
1: You're overthinking it now. It's it's. <laughs> I'm in my
0: own head. I can't do breathe, to the show. <laughs> we find weird, wacky, and wonderful news stories from all That's over the world. We talk about it, we laugh about it, and we make segments somewhat loosely related to it. Whew. And Beck, today is a very special day, a very romantic kind of day, oh. a day where you can let your love shine. And that day, of course, as I hope everyone has remembered, is National Organ or Organ Donor Day. <laughs> Organ Donor Day, Organdonor Day. <laughs> I can't speak today. <laughs> What's going on? It's gonna be Every- a wild podcast. I
1: don't know why. That's so funny Ogan to me. <laughs> it sounds yeah. like it's in like a yodel, like Organ Donor, Organ
0: Donor. Are you an organ donor? <laughs> I am an organ donor from Switzerland. But National Organ Donor Day um, is all about donating organs. And I found out it's surprisingly easy to become, to register to become an organ donor. There
1: you go. And the way
0: I see it, I'm not going to need my kidneys when I die. So mm. may as well give them out for someone who might. So. <laughs> Go to yeah. maybe, maybe become an organ donor. You get a little card, um, which is, I mean, pretty. That's like pretty that's cool,
1: VIP you know, right? stuff, yeah. Yeah,
0: VIP stuff. VIP. O- one of my very friends. important organs. O- o- <laughs> I said it o- too. <laughs> yes. Yes. No. Where's the R going? Like what is? The- <laughs> Oh, gosh. oh goodness me. <laughs> <sweet>. but, <laughs> <laughs> but now to some news. Um and today we are headed out to the bread and butter of this podcast, the United States. Uh where mm. I mean, where would excuse Oh my gosh, I've done it again. I'm trying <laughs> to say obscure. Where would obscure news? Always- but I said excuse. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> where would, oh this is gonna be such a long episode <laughs> where would obscure news be without the us is Ooh, what i was trying to say yes. and i was well actually gone. thinking about this and we could totally make a huge map of all the places zap news stories <gasps> have taken place oh, that would just be like so with good. loads of pins all across it yeah and Maybe uh, maybe we could do that. Or I'm sure there's a website I could find to make like a big interactive map where you can like click on and be like, oh, that's this story they were talking about. That
1: would be amazing. Uh, and like get to see the story, but also listen to the episode in the background. Yeah, maybe
0: maybe, uh, maybe each of the little pins is just like, you can click on it and it'll play an episode. That's fine. From I like different that. places in the world. <laughs> the US maybe would be lit something... up. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. It would, you would struggle to be able to click on a single point yeah. in Florida. Like <laughs> you would struggle to find an episode. There'd be so many densely packed into <laughs> florida um but today we are going very specifically in the us to uh michigan mm. where a very strange case of theft has occurred and it all starts with an amish family visiting a walmart now it's the late afternoon on a saturday and an amish family are rocking and rolling around the streets in their horse and buggy making Love their it. way to the local walmart right they they park up they head inside uh, to do themselves some shopping. I imagine they would have bought some produce um, mm-hmm. or maybe some clothing. I can't, remember, I can't really see them perusing the electronic section yeah, too much. But I, I imagine it's a fairly normal shopping experience. Like, other than they probably wouldn't have used the self-serve Self- checkout true, or, actually, yeah. or paid with a card, I can't imagine. Um, do you reckon, is a credit card electronic? I don't know. But I suppose that. They're interacting with a machine to use it, though. Unless the cashier uses it for them.
1: Yeah, and oh, I don't that's know. a good question. Let me.
0: These are, I don't ask an Amish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got an Amish on an Amish person on the show to ask them some questions. But would they be able to join us on the show because we record this through the power of the internet? I have, I'd have a feeling. I have to physically I... yeah. get an Amish person here. I've seen degrees. <laughs>
1: And I've seen Amish people on TikTok. So What there's okay. there's some flexibility I feel in some of the rules. Um, I don't
0: know about that. Not well, not maybe my not, Amish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not my Amish.
1: Oh, also to answer the question, apparently some people do, some Amish people will use a credit card, apparently for reward points and convenience, but the only number of Amish people who what? carry a co- credit card is about what? 20%. <laughs> yeah.
0: Hang on, for convenience. That's like the, like, the whole electronic thing, all this digital stuff, is all about convenience, and they're shunning electronics and and that sort of technology. But they're like, well, it is quite convenient to use a credit card. Yeah. What, so I guess yeah. I'm going to set up a bank account with a bank that stores my money digitally. And well, yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to cause any any harm in the Amish community. I just want to, I guess, I just want to know what the what the protocol is. For an Amish person. And I guess there's probably levels and people who are yeah. more or less Amish than than one another. Either way, they, they do their shopping. <laughs> we digress. Um, and when all is said and done, they're back outside. And they find themselves in a situation that I can't imagine uh, many people who drive a horse uh, and buggy find themselves in. Mm. And that is trying to find where they've parked. Because I think <laughs> a horse and buggy is going to stand out quite significantly in a car park. So you you wouldn't even have to like commit the location of where you parked to mind. You'd just walk out of the store and you'd be able to see it, right? Yeah. And the other thing I'm thinking about, as a slight tangent, is if you park up a horse and and buggy, like in a car park, what's the horse doing that whole time? Like while you're in the shops, does the horse just chill out there? I does guess. It just so. like stand in one one spot.
1: Maybe they leave it some hay and it can just have a little yeah, nibble. Yeah, maybe.
0: Like how yeah, people, I'm imagining
1: how when people go into the shops but can't bring their dog inside, they just kind of tie it up to a pole next yeah, to the shops. Yeah, that's true. So maybe it's that sort of thing. But like, I mean,
0: with the horse and buggy, that horse, like if that horse goes anywhere, it's a significant issue because it might just ram the buggy into it like other park vehicles and all sorts of stuff.
1: That's true. Maybe so the what's... buggy has a handbrake on it. So even if the horse oh, that tried to sense. walk, the buggy has a... A break It'd on be the back real, wheel, a real oh, strain. The horse
0: would be like, "I cannot be stuffed." Yeah, that's this. true. <laughs> so, anyways, was, yeah. the family they've come out of the store and they yeah, can't sorry. seem to find their horse and buggy, and this is because the horse and buggy were no longer there. While they were shopping, somebody walked by and decided they'd have it, and thus oh, reveals no. one of the major flaws of a horse and buggy, which is, of course, no lock, um, uh, no windscreen wipers. <laughs> is one of the other ones. <laughs> Bless um, me. You you wouldn't you do have blinkers but they're horse blinkers they just make the horse yeah. go straight. I was going to say it kind of sounds um, like my
1: cat my car <laughs> no electric <laughs> windows <laughs> yeah
0: true <laughs> but I mean yeah one one of many flaws with a, a horse and a horse and buggy I'd say but well, for whatever reason a passerby has decided to steal a horse and buggy which I've got to say is not an inconspicuous crime, which ultimately led to the police being yeah. called and, and sort of on their case when someone <laughs> saw them taking it. I'm
1: also but imagining what... right now the... You wouldn't steal a horse and cart. Like, that should have been going round and round in the thief's head and I'm disappointed that it wasn't.
0: Absolutely. And I mean... The thing that gets me is that you hear these stories of thieves who try and steal cars that have like manual transmission and they're just not able to because <laughs> they don't know how to drive manual. So in what world does someone with thieving intentions who knows how to drive a horse and buggy just happen across this <laughs> this situation in the span of a family popping into a shop to do True. some like grocery shopping. And I I don't understand, but the good news of the matter is that the horse and buggy were found oh, and phew. returned with no home, harm home coming to the horse. <laughs> um, coming to the horse. I don't know what's going on today. <laughs> I know. But the horse is fine is what phew. I'm trying to say. Um, which is excellent news because if I were in that situation and my horse had been stolen, I'd be saying, I miss my horse. Oh,
1: gosh. I just <laughs> knew that was going to lead up to a pun. <laughs> <laughs> There was a punny tone in your voice.
0: <laughs> yeah, I do I have that about me. But, you know, that's just how we roll. Yeah. <laughs> and um just like the expensive. horse and cart. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> now, here on Zap, we have a very fond love for weird sports. And one that comes to mind, which we've spoken about is underwater hockey. That's Oh, yeah. Probably definitely one of the weirdest ones that we've spoken about. But Jono, this is one that you may have heard about and it is hobby horsing. Are you familiar with that at all?
0: I am very vaguely familiar (laughs) with hobby horsing. I think like I can picture in my head what someone Mm. who's doing hobby horsing would probably look like. Like, but that's about all I know right, right.
1: about it. <laughs> Well, for those who don't know, hobby horsing is a sport with gymnastic elements, which uses hobby is it horses. A sport? <laughs> yes, it's, is, it's... It's like a proper sport. Well, it's not a, an Olympic sport, but it's definitely... Yeah referred to as a sport in most wow, of the okay. things that i saw there's yeah. like
0: sport elements of it yeah i thought it was just like a hobby like people would just like run around oh or... no
1: this is serious this is right. <laughs> even though it's called hobby horsing don't let the the name deceive yeah, no. you so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> consider me fooled uh so <laughs> hobby horses for those who are also unsure the stick horses so you know like it kinda looks like a broom handle with like yeah. a plush horse head on the end. So those are hobby horses. And so essentially people are riding these hobby horses around an arena. And the movement sequences are similar to those in show jumping or dressage. Right, and yeah, okay. are usually done Yeah, well it's it's like that dressage or show jumping, Mm -hmm. but without a real horse, you're on a hobby horse instead. So you're running around, (laughs) holding the hobby horse and and jumping as well. Now, (laughs) if you haven't seen it, I would definitely recommend... Going and watching it. I'll get a bit more as to what it looks like in a moment. Oh, but gosh. I'll just give you a li- brief little history on the sport. So the sport oh. originated in Finland. And its popularity oh. was, you know, slowly growing. But it especially grew after a documentary called Hobby Horse Revolution, which was directed by <laughs> Selma <laughs> Vilhunen, was released. So it's a full-on documentary. Hobby Horse Revolution. I think we followed have Followed by watch. Hobby Horse 2, yeah. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> please <laughs> which yeah I'm very curious curious to watch and there is uh there's fence that happen globally uh there wow. is what was it called there oh yeah there's an Australian organization called Hobby Horse Riders Australia so it's yes. it's on home soil um Whoa. but it is of course biggest in Finland which is where it originated and apparently I think I read that they have around 10,000 members who play the sport wow. in Finland. And yes, whilst there's competitions worldwide, the events do ultimately like the best event that you could enter in the hobby horse world is the national Finnish hobby horse championship games. And now
0: I know <laughs> this
1: is where it's at. So the hobby horse competitions will typically involve participants performing routines and movements with their horses, which Sorry, hobby horses, which can include dressage-like performance, (laughs) jumping over obstacles, which are quite high, mind you. Uh, It could be freestyle performances as well and various other items. And judges will assess the participants based on their technique. Their execution
0: style. Yeah, I'm curious to see the freestyle. That okay, that does sound like the right kind of madness to me. Yes, and I, I, I would like to see it, and maybe perform. If <laughs> maybe <laughs> perform, maybe we try and find one and see if we can enter.
1: Yes, actually, that's not a bad idea. We should get practicing Um, because there's also points for creativity, which I feel like we could nail as well as style and overall performance. So I feel like maybe technique and execution, we could potentially be lacking as novices, but style, creativity and overall performance, we can definitely get that. Um, I feel like we can. But so I would, as I said, I'd definitely recommend going and watch it. And I know, Jono, you were kind of shocked about it being identified as a sport, but when you hmm. watch it, it actually is quite athletic. Like, the jumping, at well, least, yeah. when is well, really hard yeah, When you described yeah. the
0: jumping, I can, I can imagine that is quite athletic. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I guess I just never... I <laughs> from coming from a perspective of, oh, it's just a hobby, people pretend to ride a horse. That's that's what I was thinking. Oh, but yeah, now that so you mention <laughs> there's, there's show jumping involved, that has got to be, like, terribly difficult yeah. to jump over high obstacles.
1: And it's like looks like you're jumping over a massive hurdle and it's not just you you're trying to get over. It's you and this hobby horse <laughs> as well, like a broomstick. <laughs> like it's it's amazing and it's, it is bizarre. Like there's no doubt about it, but I totally respect them for it. But the thing that made me laugh really hard when I was researching all of this was on the Wikipedia page for hobby horsing at the top. It says not to be confused with hobby horse polo which no
0: <laughs> yes, which
1: was hyperlinked So, of course, I clicked on it. And when you enter the Wikipedia page for Hobby Horse Polo, it says at the top, not to be confused with Hobby Horsing. So, I feel like there might be some rivalry between the two sports. But anyway, so... do
0: not. We do not associate with Hobby Horse Polo. Absolutely not. No. They are heathens.
1: You cannot play both. It is one or the (laughs) other. You simply must not mix them. But, so, I did... It's just... just
0: coach of like a of a of a hobby horsing club uh hmm. he, he talks to to one of his like uh, athletes one day it's like look can you come to my office uh i've heard i've heard <laughs> you've been doing some uh hobby a bit of the polo, polo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: or as it's called in german stecken food polo apparently ah. yeah stecken I, yeah, second, <laughs> there's a P in there, but I'm going to guess it's silent. So maybe it's Steckenford Polo. Um, but I I also, dis- it, it is, as you can probably guess, a mixed sport played on hobby horses. So it's like polo, yeah. but instead of on, on an actual horse, you're on a polo horse. But I yeah. did, from this same Wikipedia page, also discover some even more weird sports. Uh, Don't
0: tell me. I'm thinking of something right now. Is Please do not tell me that water horse polo like water hobby horse polo is the thing i
1: mean i haven't seen it but i wouldn't be surprised but (laughs) this the um hobby horse polo wikipedia page continues on by saying (laughs) it is similar to other polo variants such as canoe polo cycle polo camel polo elephant polo Golf cart polo. Elephant
0: polo. Golf, <laughs> Golf cart, cart polo. polo sounds
1: so good. <laughs> Segway polo. Oh auto my polo. And finally, yak polo. Which is a Mongolian variant of the sport polo and played on yaks instead of horsebacks. And why?
0: Why though? There's so many horses in Mongolia. Like that's they have like a million, <laughs> way more than they've they've got stacks of horses. Why are they playing it on yaks? Well,
1: it's because they wanted to make their own version of polo. It seems like Fair every enough, canoe and yep. their camel is <laughs> <laughs> creating a version of polo. I just couldn't believe. And I love the description of all of them are basically like, it uses basic polo rules, but with its own specialties. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just wanted to say, please, world, we love the weird news that you keep bringing us, but keep bringing us the weird sports as well, because uh, I love it. And I think, Jono, we definitely need to get ourselves into some of these polos. You do. And yeah, maybe,
0: maybe at some point for... And I think the the next one's coming up too soon, but maybe we host a weird sport day Ooh, okay. and, and have like a big old tournament for weird sports for a, a Zap Live event. That would or, be good, or something of the like.
1: Yeah, because we might not be able to get a lot of golf carts, but we could probably get a lot of hobby no. horses. To oh yeah, <laughs> to play that. Definitely,
0: <laughs> we could. I reckon we could just scrounge around, find some broomsticks in some dumpsters, oh, yeah. and and go to town. <laughs>
1: We could play Quidditch after too. It's but <laughs> everything.
0: Beck, the time for horsing around is over oh. because today I have one heck of a segment. Uh, I don't think I've ever put so much time and effort into a segment before, and it's the closest I think I've ever come to any sort of proper journalism on this wow. podcast.
1: Wow, not even the Fanta mystery flavor. <laughs> No, expose. that was th-
0: that was a lot, but um, I it was watching advertisement for the advertisement. But in as part of this journey, I have had to watch advertisement as a byproduct Ooh, of research, okay. and that, that hard. unskippable <laughs> madness is is not what I'm about.
1: Yeah, fair.
0: And so I guess why the the, the journey I have set out upon. Um, is it has to do with reality TV. Mm-hmm. And I've set out on this journey mostly f- due to spite. Spite <laughs> and anger. Uh, because I am fed up with reality TV, and so I've come to destroy it. But <gasps> today I begin my journey to ruin reality TV for everyone.
1: No, okay. And Please not Survivor.
0: <laughs> no, I haven't, I haven't got to Survivor okay, yet. I you. think this is going to be one of many segments Ooh, I do, or at okay. least two. I've right. got... Uh, this one and another one in mind, mm-hmm. um, but I, there's a few things that really irk me in reality TV, um, and so I'm going to probably make at least one more segment, maybe more into the future, but today I begin this journey, um, and in the same way that a friend who did Advanced English... Will overanalyze a movie so that you can <laughs> yeah. never see it without thinking of those little plot holes or language devices mm-hmm. again. I will be overanalyzing reality TV and pointing things out that you will forever notice when watching these kinds of programs. Okay. And it, it all sort of started when I was hanging with the fam while Australian Idol was on. Mm. Uh, it was during auditions, and they had a few people come through who weren't amazing. Um, they were fine. They were they were like average sort of singers, um, and they were followed by a person who was a really great singer. And I noticed something strange. Now there was something up with the audio of the person who sang really well, and that something was audio effects. Right. You see, the folks who got rejected just had their their voice played like Royals playing, no effects on the show. However, the people who would get through had their voices jazzed up with reverb and whatnot for the auditions.
1: Like backing vocals.
0: (laughs) Well, it's funny you mention that because I was talking about this with my mum who loves Australian Idol. Mm. And she was saying, "You some of the time you can also tell who's going to get through because there'll be um, there's like these these people who do accompaniments on like piano or whatever, mm. and sometimes and it's the same people, but you only really see them accompanying the people who are going to make it through." Yeah
1: interesting
0: so that's that's one thing um one way to tell and the other that I've really picked up was the audio effects. that's so and
1: yeah editor Jono has some good ears.
0: <laughs> well that's the thing right I I noticed some of these things particularly because I've done a lot of audio mm. editing and I studied audio editing um and so it's just it's it annoys me a lot and so I want to <laughs> share that annoyance okay. and that's sort of the journey I'm on here um, and particularly though, with these audio effects, the the one that stand out stands out most of all is reverb. Uh, and reverb isn't always super obvious to everyone, but uh, because I do a lot of playing around with audio software, I've produced a little test. Uh, with an old vocal of mine Ooh. to demonstrate reverb on versus reverb reverb <laughs> reverb off um, and this audio is from a cover I did of the song Georgia and you'll hear me sing the chorus but I've cut it up so you can hear the sections of the chorus first with reverb oh sorry first without reverb and then with reverb so you can sort of tell the difference a bit more easily okay. so let's have a listen to that now and I could easily lose my mind and I could easily lose my mind the way you kiss me at work each time the way you kiss me at work each time calling me to come back to bed calling me to come back to bed singing George you're on my mind singing George you're on my mind Jono you never told me you could sing (laughs) I don't sing often a beautiful voice that's Thank you very you're much. Amazing.
1: Beth. Oh my goodness. Reverb or reverb n- or no reverb. That was beautiful.
0: Oh, that makes me feel all warm yeah. inside. <laughs>
1: that was so good. I was like <laughs> is it for some reason I thought you were going to like I don't know. I didn't think you were going to be bad, but I thought you were going to be kind of, like, silly. Make it into
0: a sort of joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, But that was (laughs) stunning. Can I, like, if I was a judge on Australian Idol, you'd be going through.
0: Perfect. I'm through. Um, Well, now that I have succeeded on reality TV, I'm no longer angry. So, this thus ends the
1: segment. (laughs) Well, I'm just shocked. Like, how have we gone this many years and I didn't know you could sing? That...
0: Yeah, wow. I guess I just don't sing that much. Well, you like, should. <laughs> I, I, okay, and maybe I will. Maybe, I, maybe in future we should create a a um a song for the intro of the podcast. I mean, or something. Yeah,
1: I'll need a lot of reverb. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> uh, but. Because I was gonna say like, oh, know, why were you doing a cover of Georgia? Like, what was that for? But why not? Like, why keep not? them this coming. Was... When you got a voice of an angel, I'd be covering everything. <laughs> oh,
0: stop.
1: <laughs> no one wants to hear me do a cover of Georgia. Or maybe, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> keep. Oh, wow. Have you got more? That was great. Okay, not, not
0: right now, but I mean, we can look me. at it another time if we want. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but <laughs> the, the intent of that was to try and demonstrate <laughs> the effect of Reverb, which is uh, like a little echo and I hope you, that picked up uh, when that was playing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, that's Reverb on and off. And what I'll do now is play you some audio from the show um, of some singers who didn't make the cut and one who did. And you'll hopefully now be able to sort of tell that difference between no reverb and reverb. So this is um, a few of the sort of more average singers uh, from the show. Let's have a listen to that. All I want is nothing more to hear. Amazing, yeah. but not awful. Battle scars don't look like they're fading. Don't look like they're ever gone away. Great song. Yeah, <laughs> I'll say that much. There's and there's thunder in the sky and a killer's on the bloodshot streets. oh So that is a few of the not-so-good ones. and he's a good one here. Okay. I'll play that yep. for us now. Oh, girl, you're shining Like a fifth of no an they don't make Very you like to, to you know, I hear the rhythm though, that Yeah, that little echo. You up in a Metallicy echo like in there. Yeah. Like they're so in like an empty
1: sort of room, kind of.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you you can hear that empty room, yeah. whereas with the other ones, it's it's not, you don't have that sort of echoey yeah. nature um to their voices. Um, and it's
1: like me as, singing in the, in the shower versus me just singing in my yeah, room. No,
0: exactly. The, the shower yeah. is like a, a great example and the car as well. Cars mm. are great oh, yeah. at absorbing sound. Um, so like noise is very dead in a car, whereas in a bathroom where there's tiles everywhere, um, the, the noise just bounces off everything. You get that mm. echo effect. Um, and so as you can hear there, the last thing had way more echo than everyone else. And I personally take issue with that. Now, it's not, I, I don't think the Echo has made this person a great singer. I think they're a fantastic singer as it is. But what is sort of happening is the show, the, the aim is to find the, the best singers in Australia, mm. right? And I agree that those singers who are selected are really, really good singers, very talented. Um, even without the effects of reverb, they sound amazing. Um, and I've found that you can, there's some tools that can remove reverb Ooh. with varying effect online through AI. And so we can have a listen oh. now through one of that same singer again, but without some of that reverb. This isn't a perfect um, removal of reverb, um, but this is kind of what it would sound like. Oh girl, you like a fifth of a <laughs> And they don't make you like they used to. You're never going out of style. Mm. Still a great singer. Yeah. But yet, sound is not as fancy, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It loses that sparkle. Yeah. Um, and, and that the reverb and those other effects apply. So in my opinion adding reverb to the best singers only serves to make the other singers look mm, n- even yeah, worse yeah, yeah. it's sort of adding salt to the wound for these people <laughs> yeah. because they come on they 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 pour their hearts out to sing their songs um and uh, when it comes time for the episodes to air they've already been rejected and now these people who beat <sighs> them have been digitally produced to yeah. sound even better than they than they really do off. and yeah and so that's that's something that uh, now when you listen to reality TV, uh, to Australian Idol and, and such other singing um, or like Got Talent or those sorts of things, you're going to be able to pick up and you're never going to be able to unhear it. Mm. You are welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's my rant. It's, it's not the end of my holy crusade against reality TV. I've got more segments oh, coming up okay. in future that will ruin plenty more reality TV shows. In fact, the the one I'm planning um, that I sort of have a rough idea for so far is, like, widespread. It is among so many reality Mm. TV shows. So it's going to be a big one, and it's going to be one that you can never unhear and will destroy (laughs) a lot of reality TV shows. Well, you've just, like,
1: clickbaited us just how reality TV shows do. Like, this is one you're not going to want to (laughs) miss.
0: Yeah, exactly. So... I'm coming for you, reality yeah. TV. Well, I, I your, tell your you, what, yeah.
1: <laughs> I am just feeling so at peace right now after hearing you singing Georgia. Like I'm, I'm changed. I still, <laughs> I, 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 I can't get over it. It was so good. Oh,
0: maybe, I'll, gonna, maybe I should go on um, Australian Idol. I think
1: you should. Well, when you were like, they're searching for Australia's best singer, I was like, Guys, have you checked out oh, Zap the God. podcast?
0: I've found, it. I've found I'm, them. I can release all of my music <laughs> exclusively through this podcast platform. Yeah. So you cannot listen to it unless you're listening to this podcast. Genius. Genius. <laughs> so stay tuned for that.
1: So Jono, today we have a very, very exciting tryout live for everyone. For those who have been following us, Along with Zap the podcast, for since well, basically our early days, we have had a long-standing relationship with Arnotts, uh, particularly Arnotts shapes. Uh, oh, for yeah. those who might remember, we did crown or you crowned the well, you was in our listeners crowned the Arnotts shapes chicken crimpy as the ultimate beach biscuit, and I will say that mm. Arnotts did repost the picture that we posted I did. where I very quickly edited a box of chim- chicken crimpies onto a surfboard and that made it to their official Instagram so and they tagged us so <laughs> and that, that was great and that was
0: wild I don't <laughs> yeah. know if I told you this Beck, but when that happened you sent me a message but I I can't remember where I was I think I was in I was in I think I was in Coffs Harbour mm. maybe and I was I was out in like a national park with some friends and I had no reception we'd just come back from the end of this like long walk we were yeah. all knackered I look at my phone I see that and I'm just I just start like whooping and like shouting and and running around <laughs> because I'm like oh we made it we made it posted us <laughs>
1: It was amazing. And you know, they were like fully interacting with us. It was it was pretty great. And that's when we realized that Zap the Podcast could take over the world one
0: yeah. one
1: conglomerate at a time. Maybe, and, but they
0: didn't send us any shapes. Yeah. I'm just thinking. Yeah, well, maybe let's post our review. Yeah, yeah. We'll get back to
1: them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um So uh Arnott's, they had been looking out for us recently and they have done a collaboration <laughs> with Cole. So Easter is coming up. Easter's around the corner. I think it's end of March. It's pretty early this year. Uh,
0: Mm. So
1: just like classic supermarkets, the hot cross buns are out already. And Arnott's has collaborated with Coles to bring us some very unique hot cross bun flavors. So today, Jono and I are trying the Coles Easter Arnott's Shapes Originals Pizza Inspired Hot Cross Buns. And also, as Jono was saying before, we're going dinner. So we've got pizza for dinner and mm. then we're going to dessert because we're having the Coles Easter Arnott's Iced Vovo-inspired Hot Cross Buns. And I'm super excited. Actually, we I am as well. We had this sent in to us a few times. Maddie Spencer, who is a longtime listener of the show and longtime Try It Live extraordinaire, she sent these to me oh, yes. a week ago. And so I've... Been on the hunt, and Jono and I both found them today. And, yeah, I, I'm i really curious. <laughs> I will say we did open up these in preparation, so there wasn't a lot of rustling, but the pizza-shaped yeah. smell is bang on. It is... Oh, yeah. That is not fooling around. That smells just like a pizza shape. It's not like last year, for those who might remember. Gosh, we tried gosh. the Coles uh, Secret Special Sauce Hot Cross Bun, which was essentially a Big yeah. Mac Hot Cross Bun. It was sauce. oh god, that was the worst try it live I've ever done. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to throw up. It had pickle pieces. Oh, and like it, cheese. you reckon that
0: was worse than than the whichever milk we tried, the aeroplane jelly milk or the super yeah. duper milk?
1: Yeah, I honestly really? do. I honestly do. It smelt like vomit, like the hot cross, cross bun.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was. It was oh. a vomit hot cross bun. In fairness, <laughs> it was. But I, 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 I can't. I can't get past milk that isn't quite milk.
1: Yeah, but I mean, I, yeah, that for bad, me it right? takes a
0: close second. For me, it takes a close <laughs> yeah. second.
1: But I think we're going to start with the pizza shapes, as as I said, we're going to start with dinner. But I'm just going to read the description on the back of this one. We love doing this, and this one had something really interesting that caught my eye before. So, Ooh. it does have hints and tips on how to eat these. <laughs> so it says so.
0: <laughs> like it's a video game loading screen. <laughs>
1: the mousse out of your pizza-shaped hot cross bun. So, it's, I wish I had a cheat code or something, like, how do we... Yeah. It? <laughs> so, it says, eat fresh as a tasty treat. Yep, tick. Pop me in the microwave yep. for 20 seconds and serve with Ooh. butter, which we did do with the other hot cross bun, but I think we're just going to do them raw today yeah. uh, to get raw. the... <laughs>
0: raw hot cross bun. <laughs> um, we,
1: we need to get the flavour. Um, optimally right but it then says this is for the pizza shape one perfect for a hot cross bun sandwich filled with your favorite filling as an indulgent cheese toasty add on its pizza shapes for extra crunch
0: (laughs) that's such a good I know what I'm having for lunch tomorrow Yeah,
1: so I feel like that one is a bit hard to do on the trial but we are definitely going to try that in our own time and I encourage I mean depends how these taste but
0: yeah, that is true. We
1: could potentially encourage people to try that way. So, in terms of yes, yeah, scent, a hundred percent smells Very like a pizza good. shape. There is. I'm just breaking it off now. I hadn't actually done that before. Um, feels like a hot cross bun. Looks like a hot cross bun. There's some pieces in it which I can't actually work out what they are.
0: Yeah, I am not sure what they are either. I don't know. I'm kind. Of, I have got to say, I'm kind of excited for this yeah. because. Although we've been burnt by savory hot cross bun before, <laughs> I think it's a concept that can be done well yeah. because in reality what is a savory it, it's just like a hot cross bun is just bread. You put mm. sweet things in it to make it sweet. But but you could put like if you did cheese and bacon it'd be like a cheese and bacon roll That's from baker's. To lime, That's right? That's true. That's true.
1: Yeah. Um, and so
0: pizza, I'm excited for.
1: Yeah. And I'm assuming they haven't put raisins in this, like, to, to keep it <laughs> classic. You
0: imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> That'd be a surprise.
1: Um, should we bite in? Because this, I'm I'm actually quite excited for this. All right. I'm going to just do a massive bite. Okay, here we go. Mmm. Nice
0: and soft. Mmm. Mmm. It's just quite, it's quite pleasant.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't mind this, and I sh- can definitely see how this would be good with cheese and like toasted.
0: Oh yeah. Mmm. It's quite doughy.
1: It is. But I think
0: toasting it could be yeah. a, a good
1: option. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm getting that heartburn you get when you eat like a big chunk of bread. <laughs> That's good. I'm, I'm enjoying it. Yeah, that
0: is great. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna toast some of this up. Slap some tomato on it, and I have Ooh. a great breakfast and/or lunch for tomorrow.
1: Yeah. Okay. That is. Yeah, I'm going to take another bite. That's really good.
0: That is really quite pleasant. Mm. Like I'm, I'm not. There's some people I've, sp- I've spoken to a lot of people about this. This is like hot, hot off the press, mm. right? Everyone's talking about this, and some people are like, I don't know about the pizza-shaped ones, but I think it's the dark horse. And oh, I yeah. think it's quite good. And I would, I, I stand by my prediction. <laughs> I think it's great. Yeah. I'm all for it. That more, was a win. More power. I reckon, I reckon Chink and crimpy wouldn't be a great one, but mm. I think pizza is the right combination. Yeah. And I think they've done it justice here. Um, and so look, I'm quite happy with that. Yeah. I reckon, I reckon they've done pretty good.
1: That was great. I, should we wait until we have the Vovo to rate them both separately or do we want to rate pizza now?
0: Oh, let's write pizza now. Yeah, let's may as well. White t-
1: <laughs> Drew, whilst, whilst the taste still lingers, I'm going to go out and give it a just a solid four. I think that was yeah. really good. Yeah, it's, it's... I mean, there's
0: there's room for improvement, but I would say yeah. I was probably erring towards maybe like a 3.8 or a 3.9. Ooh,
1: um, couldn't quite give it a four.
0: <laughs> couldn't quite give it a four. I mean, like, it's it's good. Um, It's like just a solid piece of baked good, um, but I don't think it's, it's, it's not like groundbreaking to me, but I really do like it. Mm. I like it, but it, it, there's still, it's, it doesn't sort of meet that, that sort of upper echelon. I think.
1: Right. Right. Well.
0: But it's not, it's not bad in any yeah, way. Yeah, no. It's, it's perfectly good. It's not just astounding. <laughs> we That's would, what I'm trying to say. I would
1: definitely recommend trying this though. This is oh, yeah. really, really good. Okay. I'm going to have a quick swish of water so we can cleanse our palate for dessert.
0: 'Cause I mean, like, if considering a three point eight on the scale, I'm gonna really back myself here. <laughs> a three point eight on the scale. If you if you take that to like a, a scale of ten, you're talking a seven point four six.
1: Why are we taking it to a scale of 10? (laughs) I feel like
0: more people sort of recognize the scale of 10. And so the fact that we've done it on a scale of five is just something that pleases me greatly.
1: Right. (laughs) Well, I'm sticking with the four. I feel like it was really good. I I can't fault it really that much, except for the fact that I'm like, not like, oh my gosh, that's like the best thing I've ever tasted in my life. Then I'd probably give it a five, like the uh, golden gay time milk. I think we gave that pretty close
0: Mm. to a five. Yeah, but, that that was yeah. like right up there.
1: But this was really good. Like I really enjoyed it. So I'm um, I'm sticking with the four. Um but I totally respect as well, Jono, your three point eight,
0: three point eight. Ice Vovo. This is very exciting.
1: pink. Yeah. This is it's pink. It
0: looks like there's like Ooh. actual fruit or jam bits yeah. in it. Yeah.
1: Maybe it's like little raspberry. I couldn't actually let me read the hints and tips for this one. So we've uh, yeah. got oh as well best eaten fresh is a tasty treat. Pop me in the toaster or microwave microwave for twenty seconds and serve with butter. And I'm just checking the ingredients to see like what that oh yeah raspberry <laughs> raspberry flavoured fudge pieces. Raspberry fudge
0: pieces. Yeah, oh, all right. Yum. Okay. I. Okay. The. And white chocolate the, um, chips as well. Oh, I haven't seen much white chocolate. Okay. Interesting. Maybe that's what the little X is made of, the cross for the cross oh, bun. Oh,
1: yeah. These smell delicious. Like it's like a do. finger bun, but ten times sweeter. It smells
0: so spot on. Yeah, it is. It's very finger bun yeah. territory.
1: Oh, it's very sticky, this one, as well. <laughs> and so pink. Yeah,
0: wow. Yeah, it okay. is outrageously pink. Um, but I, I can get around that. Okay. Shall we dig we in? Yeah, it. let's
1: do it. I'm very excited. Okay. Mmm. Yum. That's great. That's so good. Oh, That's the raspberry. Mmm. Mmm. Yum.
0: That is very
1: mm, good. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I'm so happy. This is delicious.
0: I found some white chocolate bits inside as well. Oh, what
1: a surprise. Mmm. Oh, goodness.
0: Wow. I think... Arnitz. Oh. <laughs> done it again, Arnitz. <laughs> Far out. Mm, oh
1: yeah, I just That's got a white great. chocolate chip it too. This, I am really enjoying this untoasted. Like it's kind of yeah. Cakey. This one,
0: mm. I reckon this one is is. I maybe I'll try it toasted mm. and see what it's like. But I reckon this is gonna this is gonna be best untoasted in yeah. my opinion. That's my guess. But I think pizza, you want to toast mm. that
1: one. Yeah Oh my goodness. Oh my <laughs> this is phenomenal. <banana. laughs> <It's very good.
0: laughs>
1: Oh, maybe I did go too high with the four for pizza shapes because this yeah, is... Yeah, this
0: is, this is like above four oh, territory yeah. for me. Mm. Like, the texture is so good. The taste is awesome. It's got so many little gems inside <laughs> of it. A little white chocolate bit, a little raspberry fudge bit. It's oh. the, the, the raspberry in it is just tart enough. Oh, it's very, it's very so good.
1: good. I've almost finished it. It's... Mmm... <laughs> Uh, oh my god. They goodness.
0: do very good. I'm I'm gonna go in and rate this. Yeah. Um so you can finish yours. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm having the dumb
0: mouth. yeah, this is easily I reckon I'm going up to a 4.4 on this. Ooh. This is quite high. Yeah, I was this gonna was say good.
1: 4.5. It is Oh, just got another morsel of white chocolate. This is
0: <laughs> mm, <a> morsel!
1: <laughs> How delightful! <laughs> It's turned me into a a little
0: food extraordinaire. Oh yes. Shall we have some iced Vovo hot cross buns for second tea for supper? <laughs> Gerald butler, darling. Jeeves, <laughs> Jeeves. <laughs> Gerald and Jeeves. The butler duo extraordinaire. <laughs> This, um. this episode has taken some twists and turns I'll tell you that much <laughs> we started not being able to speak oh, yeah. it's I've been angry um we've been astounded what an episode it yeah. has been and
1: what a sweet ending everyone go and try these perfect honest yeah these are really good we love you this is fantastic yeah. well done
0: we always we always will love you yes yeah. unless you do something awful <laughs> yeah. like if you do something horrific where we are out oh yeah um but until that time um I think I think you're pretty tops. Mm-hmm. Um, but that does bring us around to the end of the episode for this week. Uh, it's been an awesome one. Check out our Instagram if you want to stay up to date with what we are doing, what's going live, uh, what's coming up, uh, what's Jono thinking about. Um, <laughs> what's Jono singing about,
1: hopefully. <laughs> what's Jono singing
0: about? Uh, we're going to have, uh, well, maybe we'll do some Kermit the Frog oh, covers. Yes. Um, <laughs> Rainbow Connection, please. <laughs> yeah, well, I've got the banjo for it too. Oh
1: my goodness, of course. <laughs> it's
0: perfect. Um, but at Zap the Podcast on Instagram is where we're at, so you can head over there see what we're doing. The other place you can head is over to Zap the Podcast dot dot com. It's where we have merch available. You can head over there, pick up some merch. It helps out the show. It looks really good. You will not regret it, um, especially. And I always harp on about it because it's my favorite T shirt we sell. But it's the Tuna Dimensions mm-hmm. T shirt. I mean, you just it's just so good. It is. I mean how how often does a t-shirt have a practical use other than an <laughs> item of clothing well the the tuna dimensions t-shirt will is is a size reference for tuna mm-hmm. and you and don't get look good. that sort of yeah. yeah you look good you're educating the people around you passively i mean that you do it you're a force for good in the world mm-hmm. if you're wearing this and if you're not wearing it you're a force for evil <laughs> So I that, took yeah. a turn there to get to real <laughs> aggressive marketing. Um, but <laughs> over there if you want that stuff. But thank you very much for listening. And we will catch you on the next episode of That. Bye. Bye.